the Messy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome, welcome, and thank you all so much. I'm Renee Charbonneau, and today I'm subbing in for Nate. I'm an online marketing strategist, and I'm so happy to be here today on The Messy Back End. We have a wonderful show for you today because as J.K. Rowling once said, no story lives unless someone wants to listen. Stories we love best do live in us forever. So whether you come back by page or by the big screen, Hogwarts will always be there to welcome you home. Hogwarts is my home, just in case anybody's listening to that, and I do have a wand. (laughs) (laughs) On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Frances Jones. Frances has spent the last eight years working with thousands of small businesses to enhance their online marketing. He understands that to be successful in marketing, businesses need to create messaging that connects with their audience. As a Story Brand Certified Guide and Infusionsoft Certified Partner, he is uniquely qualified to blend the power of online marketing and the power of the story in a way that helps businesses create a clear message that helps them increase sales. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our expert will share their experience, expertise, and the tools they suggest to get it all cleaned up. And if you're an entrepreneur listening right now and you have a messy backend, we would love to hear your story or question so we can share it with our experts. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our expert's advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestion. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. And now on to Francis Jones for his expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Today we have a messy back-end question submitted by an anonymous listener who asks, how do, we, how do I tell my story and make it sound like it's about my customer's story or their pain? I know how they feel, but I don't know how to share my story and make it about them. 
Gosh, that is a really, really good question. And it's one that I hear a lot from my customers. And uh, what I've found with most people, and, and you both can jump in if this is true for you, is most of us do what we do because we have some sort of kinship or connection to the people that we serve. You know, there's, we start businesses for two reasons. One, we saw a deficit and we said, man, I can make a lot of money doing this. Or we saw something we needed and no one could provide it for us, so we decided to create a solution for ourselves. And so the story that we're telling is a very natural, should be a very natural tie into our customers. You know, I once had a, a client of mine, he did uh, pest control and he did gate repairs. There's no story that's gonna tie into his customer. He did gate repairs because he saw it as a way to make money. That's great, there's nothing wrong with that. Capitalism's great, but it, it didn't really fit into who he was, his narrative as a, as a person and as a persona. So the, the really, the, the critical piece of this is to understand why we're doing what we're doing. And for most of us, we're doing it because we really enjoy it and it really does fit within us. And so the key then is how do we articulate that? Because the reality is as human beings, I don't really care about your story, I care about my story, right? That's why the question was submitted likely is that, is that I, I, I don't wanna tell my story, I wanna tell my customer's story. And really it's, a, it's about uh, creating something that matches their mindset, where they're currently at. In fact, um, I'm a story brand guy, I love story brand. If you don't know who story brand is, what story brand is, there's a link in the bio, but it's, it's really, it's a fantastic way of looking at things. And story brand, we talk about creating an about us page that's really about our customers, right? And so here's the, the, the key way that I've found that can help to do this, especially on an about us page, is that we start talking about why we did what we did. So for instance, if we're talking about the marketing side of it, is that I was running my business, I was struggling to find the way things were to, to, to connect with my audience. I was struggling to find new customers. And so I needed to find a better way. And so I connected with StoryBrand. And so that opening paragraph is about every person that I'm trying to serve. And it's about me too. But I, I couch it and that's what I see my customers struggling with. And they can then relate to me. Does that make sense? So I think, I think so. So what you're saying is saying that you struggled with something that's the same thing they're struggling with. And kind of generalizing the the uh, the pain of it, not being specific about it, that this specific problem was the problem, the general pain. Yeah, or am I missing I mean, the boat? No, you're you are you're right on track. Because like, listen, my, uh, my company is KHJ Consulting, and my dad uh, he passed away of leukemia three years ago, and he was my mentor, my hero, my idol, and so I I started KHJ Consulting because I wanted to kind of as an homage. I named it. The, listen. If you knew my dad, you would love my dad. He's a great guy, but nobody cares. They don't care about that side of the business. Not yet. They might eventually, as we get closer to one another, as we start doing business together, but as we're prospecting, as we're trying to find customers, they don't really care about my dad. But how often do we see a website that says, I've been a cobbler for 30 years, and it was my dad's store, and, and we've been around. That's all very nice. That's all very nice. But people, it's a waste of real estate. Right on our websites, we want to get to what our customers are really struggling with. And so our story is important, but it does have a time and a place and it isn't always right up front. And so what I recommend to my clients is that they deal with the about us is a great place when people are ready, they can jump in there. But even the about us should be about them and how they relate to us, which is that whole idea of the struggle that we're having and the uh, if, if that happens to be your struggle of course i don't want you to make things up but if that happens to be the struggle that you're experiencing 
it's how does that relate to what my customers are experiencing and then how did I come out of it? And it, so it's not about a service that I offer, it's just how I came out of it. I found a better way to do something, the end, right? And then we go back into how we do things. We click, we, they can go on our website and review and look around. And so we wanna avoid that mistake of fo focusing inwardly. You know, the first time I did a, a story brand presentation as a story brand certified guide, I can do this keynote that no one else can do. And uh, I did it and I, this guy came up to me. I was so excited. I'm a presenter by trade, so I really enjoy doing it. But I, this guy came up to me, he's like, I need to have you work with me. I need to have you work with me. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This keynote's killing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do really well with this. And we get in the room and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really need you help. I need you to help me tell my story. I'm like, I missed the boat. I, I didn't actually get across what I wanted to get across because it's not about me. It's about my customers. My customers are the hero of the story, not me. And so we really have to focus on what our customers are experiencing, what they're struggling with and what they need. And then we are there to help them kind of move through that journey as the guide, if that makes sense. That was something for me. I, I am a huge story brand fan, like huge, huge. And, and I tried, it took me a little while to kind of reconcile how those different roles kind of mesh together because, you know, ultimately we do have a product and service that we're wanting mm -hmm. to market, but we're doing it from the perspective of, of them being the hero, our customers, clients being the hero and us being the guide. And I finally, what landed for me was, yeah, we are telling their, their story. We're helping them tell their story. And our story comes in as a qualifier for us be having those skills and resources to be their guide. So it's still all about them. And our, our, our story comes in as the qualifier that we, we can help them be that hero in their, in their own story. And that really helped me kind of, okay, that's my role. My role is to be the guide, not to be the hero and to make that kind of paradigm shift um, was, was really a big deal and has helped me in the work that I've done with my clients around their, their copy. And telling their story. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know if either of you are big TV watchers, but there's a CarMax is a used car dealer and they have CarMax commercials. If you think about the one thing that's missing from any CarMax commercials, it's cars. Because CarMax isn't selling cars. CarMax is selling the experience. CarMax wants you to know that their sales reps are salaried, not commissioned. They want you to know the price is fixed. So there's no back and forth negotiation. They want you to know they have a 37 checkpoint guarantee that that proves you're, shows you're not going to get a lemon. They have a seven-day return policy. All these things, they're eliminating the fears that I have, the anxiety I have with buying a car. I can get a car anywhere. There are hundreds, there's thousands of used car outlets out there. I can find them anywhere. But CarMax knows that people don't really want to buy a car. They want to avoid the experience that comes with buying a car. So what story are they telling? They're telling my story. They're telling the consumer story, not the story of CarMax. I don't care that CarMax has been around for 50 years and they're the largest car dealership in the world and that they have millions of cars in stock and that they'll bring them from all over. Those are all nice things. And eventually that's going to help me make a decision. But early on, when we open that story loop, we need to be able to see that, hey, CarMax gets me. They understand what I'm struggling with. They understand my fears. And right away, they've put those to the back burner and said, we are not going to rip you off. We are not going to do these things that you're worried about. And that's, it's just a quintessential example. They're just the best example that I've ever been able to find of a company that knows who the hero of the story is. And that's the customer. Agreed. And you know, I think Nike does a really good job of that as well. I've really enjoyed Nike. They have these, these spurts where they have these, uh, these commercials that come out that are just so powerful because they're talking about the athlete, the athletes, not about the shoes and not about the gear and everything else. They do show that 
but mainly they're showing these athletes that are just working really hard. So what I'm hearing yeah. you say is in the story, we need to tell not only within our story, do we need to touch on what their trouble is, but the fact that we can solve their pain right along with it. Those kind of good. Right. We, yeah. When they come to our website, they need to be able to quickly see that. Now, don't get me wrong. It is important for us to see what, uh, to know our own story is a guy named Chris Smith in the campfire effect. He's very, very good at this. His has more to do with understanding our own story and how we make sure that our customers understand our own story, which is true. But before that, leading into that from our marketing perspective, our most successful marketing comes when our audience gets that we get them when they see that very, very quickly as Don Miller of StoryBrand says, he's the founder of StoryBrand. He says, it's got to pass the grunt test. They have to be able to look at that the header of your website and say, oh, yeah, I get it. I mean, the human mind is wired to conserve calories and to get ahead, to stay ahead. And if it takes too much energy for me to figure it out, I'm going to bounce and you lock me. Yeah. And we've got what, three to six seconds to get people to stay on your website. So that story has got to be in, in my opinion, just being a branding expert and the story is not in the words. Initially, the story is in the image that you see as soon as you get there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's got to be really quick, a quick call to action. People have to clearly understand what you want. It has to be clear. You know, cute and clever is nice, but it doesn't sell. The confused mind doesn't buy. So sometimes we see these websites that are really cute and clever and they're really fancy, but they don't really say anything. They don't tell any story. And so we've got to be really, really clear. And yeah, the imagery is super important about that as well. Yeah. So tell, tell us just one more thing. So I know part of story branding is telling your story so that the customer feels like your story is actually their story and they they understand your pain because it's their own and your and how you can help it are there any is there anything else on top of that that we need to be just kind of keeping in mind or is that the main guts of the story branding that's the main guts but the other thing i see a lot of times missing on a website is the path to success like what am i supposed to do like i know there's a buy now button but like if for me, I'm a bigger guy. You may not be able to tell. I and mean, I may look very spelt and in shape uh, in on this camera, but I'm a bigger guy. And so if I was going to a weight loss page uh, of, to a, a, a service that did weight loss uh, counseling, for instance, a fitness provider, I might, I, I'd want to see what is it like to work with that person? So I want to see a plan. So I might see a, a thing that says, first, you're going to talk to us and we're going to find out what your experience has been. Second, we're going to create a diet and exercise plan just for you. Third, you're going to enjoy the best health of your life. So if we can show people how to get from one side of the river to the other, to get where they want to go, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It's going to be hard work. There may be 35 things that I have to do, but if we lay out all 35 things on the site, I'm, I'm got, I can't, I can't articulate that. I just can't even imagine that. Right. And so the, the other big piece that I work with my customers on is that plan was that what is it? What is the start? What is the middle? What does the end look like for them? Cause it, too many times I get to a website and it's like, Oh, okay. What am I supposed to do from here? Like, what does this mean? Yeah, I'm, I can schedule a consultation, but what does that lead to? And then what does that lead to? And so we, we, we say to ourselves, oh, they'll get it. They'll figure it out. They'll, they'll put two and two together. No, they won't. They just won't. It's just, it, there's too many things competing for our time. So we need to make it really stupid simple for them to see, here's the first thing, then it's this, and then this is what you get out of it. I love that. You, that's exactly right. If you've got those three pieces, I believe that you're not only your website, but everything you do, right? If you're speaking, if you're doing a podcast, right. if you're doing social media, all of those things need to be um, addressed. And I love the simple, this is how it works process. That's one of my favorite things is, is when I get to a website and I know 
Like I think um, if I remember right, Purple's website does that. The mattress website, they make uh-huh. it so easy for you. You know exactly what's going to happen when you order a mattress from them. Okay, there's a sponsor plug. Purple, be listening. But, uh, you know, the sites that make it so easy for you to feel comfortable and that you know what the process is going to be is, I think that's the big second big key. I love it. It is. Cool. Thank you so much, Francis. You are brilliant. I absolutely loved having you on the show and, um, and your fantastic knowledge for our listener. People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them. Work with our podcast managers at The Messy Backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash message. And thank you to Thrivecart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo! Well, that's all we have for today's episode of The the, the, the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.